And uh, I'm like, yeah, he'll be back Monday. And we're getting a couple of texts saying, are you sure he's coming back on Monday? The text we got from Vince yesterday was, I need help putting socks on. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Petrano, here's Eric Bilstad. Vince returns on Monday. Mike Spaulding is here. Debbie Lazga also back Monday. We have Adam Roberts in on roads. Brandon Snyder's got your sports and Greg Pancake Hill producing the big program. Uh, Vince, I got some bad news about Vetrano. He hurt himself water skiing. Uh, he posted on, on social about it. He let us know a couple of days ago, and I, I'm not getting the impression from our interactions that he's feeling much better. He told us yesterday he needs help putting socks on. <laughs> so hopefully by Monday he's doing better, but I know he hurt himself. He's trying to impress the kids on the old... On the old water skis, and, and he had a wipeout that may have torn something. Can we just so. say, though, he was scheduled to be off this week? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's vacationing, <laughs> or at least hopefully he's enjoying himself. He's a sitting right bit. now in a lawn right. chair, I'm pretty sure. So, will he or won't he? There's been a lot of talk. So, we're less than two weeks now from the uh, GOP presidential primary debate, which is going to be held at Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee. A lot of talk about whether or not the front runner, former President Donald Trump, will be there. Well, during a new interview overnight, the former president says he will not sign a pledge to support the Republican nominee if he loses the primary. By saying that, it suggests that he doesn't plan on participating in the debate because the pledge is a requirement for attending that, okay, if you're going to attend this debate, then you got to stand by whoever ends up being the nominee. And he says, no, there's like three or four that I really don't like. I'm not going to support them. So that would indicate at least as of now, that he's not going to show up. I really honestly don't think that matters. I think even if he says, no, I'm not going to support it, but I still will come, I I have a feeling he'll still end up on that stage. Um, The former president says he'll likely make an announcement next week. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And plus, okay, so he signed, even if he signed the pledge, what does that mean? Right. Like, Uh, you're not under oath. He's going to do what he wants to do. Exactly. They're going to just allow him to do whatever. The Packers get ready for their first preseason game. They're in Cincinnati already, and perhaps a scrum or two in practice. Sports brought to you by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. It's next. Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc, your destination dealer. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The NFL preseason is officially in full swing. Green Bay and Cincinnati holding joint practice on Wednesday as the two teams are set to kick off week one of the preseason on Friday night. Unlike years past, could the starting quarterback in Green Bay see some playing time this year in the preseason? Yeah, another plan, you know, get a, get a couple series out there. I'm um, not sure how many yet. Say we were going to kind of base it off practice, how it went. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited. I, I definitely want to be out there, get some reps, just get back into the game mode. The Packers and Bengals are all set to kick off Friday night beginning around 6 p.m. Over to the Diamond, Mark Canna scored the winning run in the bottom of the 10th inning as the NL Central leading Milwaukee Brewers beat the Colorado Rockies by a final score of 7-6 on Wednesday afternoon to secure their 62nd win of the season. Lawrence, the pitch. Chopper, left side. Big hop for the shortstop Tovar. Throw to first is low, and it gets past Tolia, and the Brewers win it. Tolia couldn't dig it out, and the Brewers walk it off in the bottom of the 10th. Six-year final. Lane grinned on the call there as the Brewers take home the victory. The even better news following the, the win: the both the Cubs and Reds losing on Wednesday, meaning Milwaukee 
gained a game in the standings on each of those teams, moving their lead to two and a half games in the race for the National League Central Division crown. Brewers with an off day today. They will head out on a nine-game road trip that starts in Chicago against the White Sox on Friday night. And lastly, we'll stay within baseball here. History made in Philadelphia last night as Philly starter Michael Lorenzen tossed 124 pitches in route to throwing the 14th no-hitter in Philly's franchise history. Eric, you think you can throw 124 pitches? <laughs> I can throw 120. You'd be like, you'd be like Vince trying to put on socks. Right. And <laughs> they wouldn't be strikes. <laughs> it, 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 wouldn't, it wouldn't work. 124 pitches, I believe Ooh. that is the MLB record. Wow. There you go. That's a, wow. that's a big. Uh, that's a big night for him. Speaking of baseball, Euchre in peak form yesterday during the game. A flock of birds just flew by our broadcast booth here. <laughs> they almost came all the way in. Yeah, waiting on Tippy Hedren. She was in there too. <laughs> See her walking by here. We'll be in trouble. So glad that I have Google because I had to Google Tippy Hedren and now I know she was in the birds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He was in a goofy mood. Also got into brats there early in the game. Husingers and baseball, 140 years in the sausage business. That's a long time to be making sausage. Isn't it, folks? 140 years. I wear brats skins for gloves during the offseason. Down low and away, and it's 3 and nothing now. Finger gloves, they call them. Really? Just for the, you know, before it starts freezing. Wisconsin's Morning News with Vince Vetrano. Vince is back Monday. Eric Bilstead along with Mike Spaulding keeping our eye on the Hawaii situation. What happened in West Maui is devastating. Absolutely devastating. So for Lahaina, Ka'anapali, Kapalua, you know, it's, it's really, really sad. Lahaina is basically gone. Hawaiian officials say at least 36 people dead, dozens injured after these devastating wildfires, wind-driven wildfires from the hurricane that rolled through there, looking at 85-mile-per-hour wind gusts, and even worse at times, causing just apocalyptic-like results. It was pandemonium. Um, Like, it was maybe 15, 20 feet of visibility. This lady comes walking out of the smoke, just covered in soot, no shoes, walking aimlessly with two dogs kind of like following her. So that is a witness who is on scene there when this was all playing out. So here's where we're at now, Mike. We have at least 36 killed, more than 11,000 customers without power. None of them are able to use the phones. I mean, the cell service at this point is is nothing. Um, most of those fires are fueled from Hurricane Dora. And by the way, the Big Island is not out of the woods either. There could be some impacts from the winds there still upcoming uh, from all of this. Now the big question is, like, how do you get people out of there? You know, you have people coming in. You have some media coming in to help report on this. You have help coming in. But then you also have all these tourists who are trying to leave. We're trying to make sure that we discourage, of course, travel. Any travel to Maui, that's, that's unnecessary. But also trying to get the travelers who need to leave off the island. Today, we got about oh, a little over 11,000 travelers out of Maui. Um, if we add in the, the airline personnel, it's 11,400 or so. So that is the Ed Sniffen. He's the director of the Hawaii State Department of Transportation speaking at a news conference as they're trying to help figure out this situation. I mean, you're talking about an area that is 
paradise. You know, you're talking about an area that doesn't usually get a lot of attention like this by any means. And now you're trying to evacuate thousands and thousands of people, some of them who have nothing left, lost yeah. their homes. You know, and not to mention just the, the size of the island. It's like 48 miles long, I think, and 25 miles yeah. at its widest. And if you can, you know, Google Maps actually has a pretty good kind of radar of, of what these fires are doing and where they're at. So there's actually three different locations of these fires and 80-plus right. mile-an-hour winds. We see what's happening in Canada, what it has been happening in Canada seemingly all summer with wildfires, and right. they don't have winds anywhere near that. So, yeah, to, to talk about what islands are kind of right around there as well, including Honolulu, definitely not out of the woods yet and when you hear people talk about what their fears are those are like what their biggest fears is that this just hops from island to island right the transportation director mentioned airlines you heard in that soundbite we played he talks a little bit more about what those airlines are now doing to assist alaska delta united uh, and american have increased capacity by bringing in larger larger planes to ensure we get more seats to get more people off the island uh, Southwest has dropped their their fares and increased their, their service. And Hawaiian is still operating, and they'll be operating until 2 a.m. today to make sure we can get as many people off of Maui as possible. So again, this is uh, Lahaina is the main resort town that people may know the most because that's a pretty popular one there in the island of Maui. This is north of the big island. Uh, thousands now being forced to evacuate. And just to, I wanted to play this sound, but before we uh, get to the, the business headlines, um, this is from ABC's Gio Benitez, who is there, just kind of setting the scene of how, how awful this is. You have this major tourist center, the heartbeat of Maui, you would call it, Lahaina Town, just gone. Uh, every boat that's in the harbor, that's gone. There's a famous banyan tree that's just beloved by tourists and locals alike. That's gone as well. Um, so this is going to take so much rebuilding. One local who escaped the fire, he told me Maui will never be the same. News about your money now in the WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Hour away from the bell, and the uh, futures look good. The Dow, the Nasdaq, and the S&P futures are all up one hour before they open everything up on Wall Street. Annex Wealth Management. Go to AnnexWealth.com and click the Get Started button today. Senior VP of Baseball Operations and Brewers General Manager, Matt Arnold. We put him to the test coming up at 745. Hearing a little bit more about this Montgomery brawl situation. You see in the video on this one where the uh, the boat co-captain approaches a group on a pontoon boat asking them to move the boat. They attack him. Then everyone who is on the original riverboat comes to his rescue and it's a big brawl. Um, so we're hearing from the captain now. The guy who was on the river boat and waiting for them to move their pontoon boat. He says he knows these guys. Captain was on a uh, radio station locally there. He goes, our crew is upset about these idiots. It's the same group that comes every year. They're from Selma, and we've had trouble with them in the past, but usually with jokey things. He says, a couple of years ago, the same group was here. We came back from a cruise, and our golf cart was missing. We finally found it in the Hampton Inn lobby. We looked at the Hampton in video, found out who did it. We had them come down. We were going to press charges, but the police talked us out of it. He says, during this situation, the pontoon boat's passengers wouldn't come out. They kept calling to them on the PA, saying, hey, can you move? Can you move? They were flipping them the bird. They could see that alcohol was on the boat. Uh, so he said once they started shooting birds at him, that's when he called the police. But they left the scene, and they left their ship there to block the way. So then they... That's when everything started. They sent co-captain across there and other crew members over there to fix the situation, and it turned into what it turned into. 
Entitlement's a heck of a thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, charges now for this time. They're not getting away with it this time. 738. This portion of the show is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talk. It's heard Saturdays at 10 right here on WDTMJ. Wisconsin's Morning News with Vince Vetrano. I got a text on the old National Bank talk and text line. I keep saying that Vince is coming back on Monday. He's up north enjoying vacation. And uh, we told you that now it's made public. He posted on social media about it. Vince hurt himself badly uh, water skiing. Thinks he may have pulled something or maybe ripped something, if you will. And uh, I'm like, yeah, he'll be back Monday. And we're getting a couple of texts saying, are you sure he's coming back on Monday? The text we got from Vince yesterday was, I need help putting socks on. So hopefully he recovers enough to be able to get into work on Monday. Knowing Vince, he will do everything in his power to be here on Monday. I hope he makes a show of it. Like, I hope he returns, like, on crutches, like, in a, in a chair and, like, <laughs> really just hams it up. Oh, man, knowing how much he likes to play tennis and golf, though, this has got to be just crushing him. So we'll check in with Vince, of course, on Monday. Right now, 744. We have Brewers 360 with Matt Arnold next. We're going to put him to the test. We'll do that next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Mark Canna scored the winning run in the bottom of the 10th inning as your National League Central Leading Division Milwaukee Brewers beat the Colorado Rockies 7-6 on Wednesday to secure their 62nd win of the season. With the victory, the Brewers now leading the NL Central by two and a half games over both the Cubs and the Reds. No game today for Milwaukee as they will begin a nine-game road trip starting tomorrow against the White Sox. Brewers 360 sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Every Thursday at this time, we are joined by Matt Arnold, the Senior VP and General Manager of your Milwaukee Brewers. Good morning, Matt. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Great. We're going to have a little fun with you today, Matt. I don't know if you've ever heard of this game. Have you ever played Immaculate Grid online? I have. I, I have, yeah. I've seen a, 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 some of the guys at the office have, have, have been playing it. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty fun. Yeah, it's cool. So my my kid, my both my boys love it. So yeah, it's this trivia game online. There are nine boxes in the grid. You only get nine chances to fill in the nine boxes, and you, you use past or present players to fill it in, and each box includes a couple of clues. So let's try it. I've never, I've never played this game with a general manager or a senior VP of baseball operations, so I figure we can do this in nine guesses. Oh, I don't know, buddy. I'm <laughs> I'm not sure. I need a little more coffee for this. So I'm right. Let, let's see. Let's see if we can do it. We'll work together. All right. So okay. each each box in the grid has two clues. Some of those clues are a logo for a, a baseball team, so that means that player would have played for them at one time, and then some have some other stats. So, all right. Let's see how we do here. Okay. Can you name a past or present player that uh, has been a Yankee and a Pirate? Oh, my God. Um, Pirates, nope. maybe Garrett, maybe Garrett Cole. Yes, that's the one I was thinking. All right, so I'm gonna type that okay. one. Let's see, let's see if we go. Okay, we got one. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Uh, a Yankee and a San Francisco Giant, past or present. Uh, ooh. <laughs> uh, maybe Goose Gossage. Ooh, okay, Gossage. Let's see if it comes up. All right, Gossage is a... Yes, all right. All right, here's okay. one. This is the last Yankee one. Now, Yankee Rookie of the Year. Oh, man. Uh, 
Was Judge rookie of the year? See, I was wondering about that. There's another J one that I was thinking. I was thinking Jeter. Oh, Jeter, yeah, there you go. Although I can put Judge if you want. I mean, you're you're the, you're the one playing, not me. Oh man. Oh uh, god. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go, Judge. All right. Let's see. All right. Is he going to stay three for three here with Judge Aaron Judge? Let's see. Yes. Yes. Very good. All right. Uh, who am I trying to tell him who to pick? Okay, Matt. Here we go. Next one: Pirates or and Twins player? Oh man. <laughs> uh, oh, I need more coffee. Oh man. Uh, Pirates and Twins. How about Pirates and Twins? Maybe Burt Blylevin. Burt Blylevin. Let's see. Oh, let's see if it yeah, comes up here. Yes. Famer, right? Yes. Four for four. Okay. All right. Okay. Giants and Twins. Giants and Twins. Oof. Let's see. It's wow. Ooh, I, oh, I do have one. On one. I do have one. Can he can he phone a friend? Call Greg? the lifeline, Matt. Do it. Giants and twins. How about how about uh oh uh, uh Przinsky, Yes, yes, that's who I was thinking of. Uh let's see. Uh yes. All right. Now a twin rookie of the year. A twin rookie of the year. I think it was I think Joe Maurer was a rookie of the year, right? Let's see here. Joe Maurer. Was he a rookie of the year? No! Oh no! Oh no! Okay. Oh man, maybe they never had one. Maybe it's a trick question. Oh no! Um, all right, we'll move. We'll we'll move on. Um, okay. We have three guesses left, and we have four boxes. So, how about Pirates Gold Glove? A Pirates player who is a Gold Glover? Um, I mean Clemente, right? I mean Clemente's got to no. be on there. Right? Uh, you would assume so. Let's see. Yes. All right. How about a Giants okay. Giants Gold Glover? Ooh, that's uh, oh, it's. I mean, Brandon Crawford's got to. Let's see. Got to be on there for a bunch. Brandon of Crawford, yes, sir. All right, then the last one. I think this might be the hardest one. We need, according to the Immaculate Grid, immaculategrid.com. We're playing with Matt Arnold. It's Rookie of the Year Gold Glover. A Rookie of the Year Gold Glover. Oh, man. Rookie of the Year and Gold Glove. I think, didn't, when in the Hall of Fame stuff, didn't Scott Rowland, I think, might have done Ooh, that? Let's see. Let's give it a shot here. Scott Rowland. Yes! Yes! There you go. Well done. You got Good eight day. out of nine. That's pretty All good. Right. That's pretty good. My my kids would be impressed because they usually can't get more than like six or five. So I'll take I'll take eight out of nine, Matt. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oof. So yeah, <laughs> that's a fun one. Those are fun. Oh, thanks for playing. Appreciate your kid. Appreciate you doing this. Uh, we're, we were forcing you to play, and we'll have to figure out who is a a, a Twins yeah, rookie of the much. year. I don't know if there are any that's Twins great. rookie of the year, but. All right. I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go do my research. <laughs> well, enjoy the off day and enjoy your team being in first place by a couple of games. You got it. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Matt Arnold for Brewers 360. Having some fun with them today. 7.52. We're a little bit late for traffic. We'll do it next.
Adam Roberts is doing yeoman's work today, handling our news and handling the newsroom and also filling in for Debbie Lasga, who is back on Monday. Adam also did work at the Wisconsin State Fair this week. Can I please grab one of the bug chow mein, please? <laughs> right, yes, sir. So, so, Adam, you ate bugs? Yes, multiple. A plethora of bugs. So it's protein. Were they were they spicy? Did they have a flavor to them? What did it taste like? Well, we had our social guy, Dylan, shooting the video with me while I did this. And I remember in the video explicitly describing that it hits you, bam, with a whole bunch of nothing. These bugs do not taste like anything. And I, I respect the exotic foods um, pavilion at the fair. They don't add any spices or anything to this bug chow mein. It's just all raw flavor and it tastes like you're chewing on rubber the first bug i bit into in that video just the juices ooze out of the bug down (laughs) your throat and all right (laughs) yeah it was (laughs) i'm doing a wonderful job describing just the sensations oh yes there's the crunch there was a water bug that was right on top picked it right up and just went right for it so i figured they'd have been crusty or crunchy and not necessarily juicy but all right it's good though, right? You want juicy. You don't want dry. No one wants dry. That water bug dry. was very dry. <laughs> I'd rather have, I'd rather it be potato chippy. So Adam, then... would you prefer there were flavors? Uh, absolutely. Now, as someone like I've been to Mexico and I've eaten crickets, like a bowl full of crickets okay. before, and they season those very well. All right. I think they picked this one right off the street. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think uh, that was, there was a locust in that bug chow mein, and I think in the video you see its head is just kind of dangling off of its body. I think I meant, I think I say in that one, uh, he didn't really have a fun trip through the meat grinder. Adam Roberts, who expensed his trip to the state fair so he could oh, eat Oh, was I bugs. supposed to do that? <laughs> you can find that video on our Instagram page and on our social as well. Good stuff, Adam. Thank you. 759.